podcasting from the Museum of Broadcast Communications. Back to you is up next, but first, take a listen to this other fine Opie show. On this week's episode of And Friends, we're celebrating Halloween and Spookvember with you. Getting spooky with some haunted Mexican restaurants in Indiana. Some spooky music that no one but me is going to like. And we're going to talk about some spooky stories from Florida and what stupid things they do. All that and more on And Friends. Spooky, spooky. An Opie show on the Radio Misfit it's podcast network. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a spookier place. Radiomisfits.com. So what, what's the show about? I got something. I haven't heard the stuff yet. Well, you're going to right now. Yeah. Are you ready? The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie production on the Radio Misfits podcast network. This is back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Basterville. Steve, how are you today? I'm just as chipper as ever. You are chipper yeah. as ever. You yeah. know what? And I, I know you're chipper because uh, we're in October and I find this. You know what? The fall is beautiful. You know, when the trees change and everything, but. I don't like it when the temperature starts dropping and you can't wear shorts and T-shirts anymore, and you can't wait for it every year. Well, I was hoping you'd put some pants on. <laughs> it's uncomfortable sitting in here, and you're sitting in your underwear with a shirt and tie on. <laughs> no, I like it. I like uh, uh, seasons changing. I love it. Well, I do, too. I like seasons changing to fall. I don't mind that so much, but I don't like it when it changes into January. Well, this is, it's not you know, San Diego. I don't want to put a snow. You know, I don't mind some snow around the holidays. Well, it was good for me for business, the business that I was in for 35 plus years. Well, it, yes, well, you're it doing was. The weather, you have to have things to talk about, and you like change that's constant. Yes, it was. So maybe it has a little bit to do with that, but I just like it because uh, it's more solitude. People are off the street. I like quiet walks with not running into people where I have to stop and chit-chat much. You know, but just keep it moving. If you think about the weather, the business you were in, we were in in the, in the broadcast news business, and you being a weathercaster, um, I would say other than Hawaii and San Diego, most of the country has change of seasons, and people don't realize. They might not be as dramatic as here, but, you know, uh, you've gone to Florida probably before in January, and when there's a big Arctic blast that hits us, it goes all the way to Miami, and they might have a high of 50. My wife doesn't like going to San Francisco. And I go, why? Right. right. She thinks it's too cold. Yeah, well, it can be. <laughs> so, I mean, every every place, uh, to some degree, has a complaint that's due to the weather. When that marine layer comes in, my son lives in Southern California when the, and not too far from the ocean. When the marine layer comes in in the morning, it's foggy and, and cold, and then it burns off by about noon and gets beautiful. You know what I, I, I really enjoy? The fact that I had it, 35 years or so, loved my job doing the weather every night. And uh, No, you didn't. When it came, no, when it came to... <laughs> Let's be real. Why are you just... You're ruining what I'm leading up to. I'm looking forward to uh, doing something else. And then what are uh, you doing? Talking about weather for 20 minutes. I don't yeah. want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, but the thing is, is that... Did you, I love the you work. Loved it. We may have had problems with people that you work with, but yes. I enjoyed what I did. But there are days you don't feel like going to work. Well, there are days I don't feel like being here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> is yeah. this, is this mean, one so of them? It could be. It's turning into it. And I said to you, I said, well, hey, 
And you said, what are we going to do this one on? And I said, well, I've got stuff. When I hear I got Have stuff. Have you heard anything yet? I, I haven't heard the stuff yet. <laughs> I have, what? Talking about the marine layer in what? Guam? Where did you say? Uh, Southern California. Yeah. I mean, people don't want to hear that. How do you know? I could tell. I'm How one of know? them. This podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't even get your uh, co-host to play along with you. Hey, yeah. I. I'm going to quiz you. I like to quiz. Oh. I like to quiz you. I'd love to <laughs> quiz you. Why don't you go you. to Quiznos? You ever yeah. been to Quiznos? I like Quiznos. Yes. Yeah. Well, you're perfect for it. Go ahead. There was a big, there was a big story recently about a popular chain like that. And Is this I part of your stuff? I don't want to mention it. Well, I mean, it, okay. that it okay. was shocking to people that their mac and cheese, a person got fired for videoing. The mac and cheese being brought out of the freezer and dropped in and thawed out, and yeah. then they put it in the container. And it's really good. I've had it before. But they they exposed the uh, dirty secret or whatever. <laughs> was somebody's finger in it or what? No, it was just it's frozen. And I guess the oh, people have the impression that it was made fresh. Well, yeah. it would have been possible at a fast, casual place to make it to make it fresh. Let's be clear. This has nothing to do with Quiznos. This is a, no, this no. is a place like Quiznos. This doesn't have anything to do with okay. Quiznos. Right. That's the disclaimer, so right. we don't get sued. Well, so you don't get sued. <laughs> yes. Yes. So Quiznos, what that did was that came from me wanting to quiz you. So if we took a map of the United <laughs> States and we put it up on that big window here in the studio, yeah, and we drew the states in, the yeah. outlines of them, yeah, could you accurately, yeah. Fill in every state yeah. and get them right. Yes, I even could. Rhode Island, yes, and New I Hampshire. Could. I, I could. What is this? Tenth grade geography um, well, we're going through now. A lot. Not to insult younger people because I think the younger generation is brilliant. And some people, you know, I can remember when I was young and people were saying uh, something like, "Why? I tell you, these kids, they're not going to amount to nothing." You don't have any work ethic. you. And if people are saying that about the younger generation now, I think we're in great hands. But I don't know if they teach, like, geography and things like that like they did when we were younger. This is a very different uh, age. I think what has happened over the recent years is that I'm just guessing because I haven't been in a classroom to instruct kids or watch what goes on. But electronic age, and you've got uh, your phone and tablets and other devices, and you can find information quickly. You so can. I don't know whether there's a demand to to memorize things as much as you used to. You know, it, it's yeah. Someone had mentioned that the world we're living in today, uh, you don't have to wonder about anything. Just look it up. You know, there was a time when. You wondered about things, and we don't have time for that anymore. You know, I wonder if uh, uh, the weather is any different in Montana than it is in Utah. You don't have to wonder. Let's go look it up right now on the phone. Or, or lots of things that you could, uh, you don't have to think about. You don't, we don't have time to think about things anymore. Just look it up. Oh, I can see right now in 30 seconds uh, where Nevada is on the map and where Utah and where... Uh, Washington State and Oregon. So uh, 
I don't know whether you necessarily have. What's the point in memorizing that on a map? Well, well I mean, we, we all do that. We all want to have answers to questions, and we immediately Google it. Yes. And, 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 but to a certain extent, that's a crutch. And I imagine uh, kids can use that in school. At, yeah. You reach a certain age. I think you can well, use the know. Internet. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, they, they, you know, books are gone. I mean, they carry iPads to school now in grade school. You know, they don't have to, you know, have a book bag like, like we used to have, but don't you think there's <laughs> but something? Let me answer this a yes or no question. I'm going to say the answer might be yes. Okay. Do you have encyclopedia at home? Uh, yes. You do. probably somewhere do. like in our in our storage really? room. Really? Yes. Yeah, and it's been so yes. long ago that you've needed to and look in a, an encyclopedia, right? Oh, I I haven't opened them since the since my children were little but i i still think that they're fascinating yes. i think it's fascinating to thumb through them i still think it's great to open a a, a book as opposed to read it you know i, on a I don't Kindle. like to i don't like to read off of an electronic device i just don't I don't feel no. comfortable but getting back to the geography thing don't you think that it is is educational and makes you more well-rounded when you can point to like where Montana is on the map and maybe well, you know sure. what the capital sure, of that was. Or maybe you know, um, you know, I used to memorize, of course, <laughs> being into horse racing, I, I knew all the horses that had won the <laughs> Kentucky Derby before I knew the order of the, of the presidents. But I used to know all the presidents from... Who was the president? Washington on. Yeah. Want me to name as many as I can? How many? Order, let's see how order. many you can go right now. Let's go. All right. And I'm not looking at a device. Uh, no, people are wondering what's the. You say reading them. You're I'm not. not. You're not. I don't have it. Let's see. Washington and Jefferson. Wrong. Oh, uh, Washington, Adams, Jefferson. Yes. yes. Um, Madison. Monroe, I think. Monroe. Was Monroe? The second Adams and then Jackson. Yes. Yeah, you're right. The second Adams and then Jackson. Yep. But you know Lincoln, you, uh, you've... Lincoln... No. Uh, 16th. Uh, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. He was the 16th. Uh, will you, I can't talk over you, Howard, and say it. You're, you're making me nervous like we're in the classroom. Okay. So, you got how far? I got to Jackson. Jackson. It's, okay. It's, After Jackson? It's going to uh, get tough. Continue. This does get tough. All right. Wait. All right. Let's see. Wow. Uh, Van Buren? Yep. Uh, wow. Harrison? Yep. Oh. Wait, Tyler? Yeah. Oh. Uh, Polk? Uh-huh. Taylor? Yep. You've got to be kidding me. Fillmore? Oh, my gosh. Fillmore? Yep. Seriously? Uh, John, see, Paul, a, George, and wait, Ringo? But see, now you're, you're interrupting, and, and I can't get it out. If this was Jeopardy, it'd be terrible. Or some other program. You're coming along. Yeah. Let me see. And now he's taken me completely off course. Uh, I said uh, Van Buren, right? Yeah, I, look, okay. I we're, we're at Fillmore. Uh, 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 there's a Pierce? Yeah. Franklin uh, uh, Pierce. Wait, wait. Yeah, Pierce. And then I said uh, Buchanan? Yep. Uh, <laughs> what number are we at, Samuel? Uh, 15? 15. That's so excellent. To, so Lincoln? we get up to Lincoln. Lincoln? I knew I could get yep. up to the... Well, you know who followed Lincoln? Well, Grant, right? Nope. Yeah. No. No. Uh, uh, Andrew Johnson? That's right. Johnson. Lincoln Johnson. Um, and, and, it and starts to get fuzzy for, for me For what was that. Andrew Johnson famous? For being after Lincoln. That, uh, that yes. was part of it. But was, was Andrew Johnson in the... No. Never mind. I'm not going to say this. I'm was he in Hamilton? I'm going to embarrass <laughs> <No>. myself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was in Hamilton. Um, he was quite the performer. Who did Hamilton have the duel with? 
Burr. I think I think that's who it was. Raymond Burr. Raymond Burr. <laughs> Iron <laughs> Ironside. Yes, and then he got the show um, Ironside. I can't think of Burr's first name. I think it might have been William. William yeah. Burr. Are you impressed that I got that? Yeah, phone? I'm oh shocked gosh. and impressed. Are you really both I'm of you? Really, yeah. I really, I, I am just <laughs> absolutely stunned because. Well, I'm, I'm just, I, I, I'm embarrassed that it gets fuzzy after that for me. So, I mean, I know well, who they were, but I can't name them. In I'm order. embarrassed that it gets fuzzy for me after Jackson. Yeah. It was actually Aaron Burr, by the way. Aaron Burr, that's right. Um, but uh, Andrew Johnson uh, was now, after let's, Lincoln. Let's like, now, now, and are then, you, are you all the way up to Hoover? And I just want you to look for Hoover, uh, Samuel. Right? Yes. Uh, did Coolidge follow him? No. Coolidge, no. Uh, he preceded him, preceded I believe. Him, yes. There you go. See, I'm no dummy. All right. Wait a minute. Who was another? Uh, who was right before Coolidge? Uh, Harding. Harding. Yeah. Harding, he Coolidge, McKinley. Harding, Harding died in office. and Wait, wait here, let's, let's pick this up. Harding, Coolidge, McKinley. Right? Well, no? Harding, no. Coolidge, well, okay, so we were at Grant. But let's go. I just want to pick it up with Harding. Okay, Harding. Harding, yeah. Coolidge. Yes. McKinley? No. McKinley was, uh, he was before Roosevelt. He yeah. was the one who was assassinated. He was right before Roosevelt. FDR. No. No, Teddy. Teddy. Oh, Teddy. We're going yeah. way back. FDR, I'm getting into the World War II. You think II. people are enjoying this? Uh, I am. I am. <laughs> are you? Yeah, yeah, Samuel is. Yeah, I'm really all right, enjoying it. All right, like, so we, we stopped at uh, Johnson, and, and then it was Grant, right? Yes. Andrew or Lyndon? Yeah, we stopped at uh, Johnson. So Johnson <laughs> was after Lincoln, and then I believe it was U.S. Grant. Yes, Ulysses S. Grant, and you told smoke cigars. You told a fascinating story about Ulysses uh, S. Grant running into a, at a school, and there no. was an old man there, and it was U.S. Grant. All right, we'll take it. Oh, oh, okay, Sam. <laughs> we know where Hoover is, right? Yes. Okay. When I was now, this is going to make. I, I am not that old. Well, <laughs> old is relative. It is, but. No, when I was not. about 10 or 11. Good. You look good for your age. <laughs> when I was 10 or 11 on Independence Day, Independence Day yes. in Philadelphia near the Liberty Bell. Yes. I was in the all-boys city choir. Uh-huh. And we sang songs for the day. And at the end, this old man was assisted uh, up to where we were standing on a podium. Uh, had Marines, a Marine on each side. And he had two canes. It took a long time to get there. And he bowed to the choir, and we bowed back. We had no idea who this man was, and it was Herbert Hoover. Herbert Hoover. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? It is incredible. You know, I've been to uh, Kodak in Rochester uh, years ago where they, uh, the, all these interesting uh, pictures from the past, and it was Lincoln's funeral procession in Washington, and they circled a little head up in a window in a hotel among all the people looking down at this funeral, and it was Teddy Roosevelt. Really? Yeah. You know, it, uh, people are, I mean, you're connected. It, it seems like things happen in the distant past, but it's not that distant when you connect. I mean, there are things that connect well, generations. You know, it's not that distant when you go to Europe and even, you know, fly to London and you see the, the Tower of London. Mm-hmm. And the Tower of London is from the year like uh, 
well, you know you what, 1100 go overseas or 1200? And there's a whole different sense of what yes. is old and, his, old and historic. You know, I've been to Pompeii. Uh, Pompeii is, I, I don't know what, what year the, the, you know, it was destroyed by the volcano. But, you know, they laugh when we talk about our great history until going back to 1776. Well, we used to be quite uh, proud in the Philadelphia area of having the Liberty Bell yeah. and cobblestone streets and Betsy Ross's house, things like that. And that's not old to people in Europe. No, it's not. No. Uh, I find history, though, fascinating, and I love visiting places. You were talking about Lincoln uh, a second ago, the 16th president preceding uh, Andrew Johnson. <laughs> and uh, have you ever been to Ford's Theater in Washington, D.C.? No, no, I have not. Haven't you? That's one. Uh, well, maybe I take that back. Maybe I have. You know, here's the problem. That's a, that mess, I have. That's a I, must stop. I've worked in, I've worked, uh, I've worked at, I think I told you this, or maybe you mentioned on the podcast, that I, I worked one of those inaugurations. It yes. Was, I think it was Reagan's second inauguration. Uh-huh. But anyway, so we were all around the town, so I believe I probably had been there. As you do pieces about the uh, uh, about Washington and, yeah. and that the event of the week. So, But I can't, when I'm working in places, I don't get to remember it as a tourist well, sure. you? because you're sure. you're working and you're out well i'm talking about like i had been there as a tourist i took took my kids there and we yeah. we, we saw the sights and yeah. i i thought it was fabulous ford's do you know what happened at ford's theater <laughs> <laughs> yes i do yes okay yeah it's been renovated but you can go in it's it's an exact, uh, yes. you know, the, 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 the shell of the building, I think, is the same. And you can go up to the booth to where John Wilkes Booth assassinated Lincoln, jumped yeah. on the stage. And then right across the street is the house where Lincoln died. They took yeah. him across the street and the bed, the bedroom is in there. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, uh, you know, it's, a, it's an exact, I, I believe it's the actual stuff, except what's interesting the pillow on which he uh, died was under his head is in Chicago somewhere. What? Yes, it's preserved and it's in Chicago. You can Google that, Samuel, and uh, because that's what they told us at the and time. And we have no idea how it arrived here. Or why, or where it is. But, uh, and do you remember what the doctor said when Abraham Lincoln passed away? No. What was it? I believe, and Samuel can check this. And now he belongs to the ages. Now, uh, Samuel pretty soon is going to say, do I look like the Google man? I'm sick of Googling your stuff. Yeah. Okay, here, I'm he, glad is. To help out. here he is. Uh, do you think you have anything in your home that is a relic that you ought to take to, like, the Antique Road Show or someplace like that? Well, I have that, I have that Lincoln pillow. Oh so, oh, so now we know how I got to Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. I asked my wife. She had a. Could you stuff this in your purse? They don't know I've got it. Do Let's you get have? Out uh, of do you? Uh, are uh, you? Uh, here's Samuel. Yes. Well, Lincoln's pillow is actually at the theater now, apparently. Oh, it is. Yeah. Was it, it ever in Chicago? Uh, I don't know. I know it was because they told us, but it's back at the theater, at that or at the at the house. In which he died across the street from the Ford's Theater. I have, have you seen your grades lately? Well, I have. You have just flunked this history course <laughs> with it's, your misinformation. It's. I, I, 
No, I don't know if it, I, it must have been in Chicago, like, for the Tribune at the time. That's at least what it seems like. Well, it was, it was here, so I'm going to do a little more research. But um, I enjoy going to see things like that. And I think history is really, I'm, I'm fascinated by history, even though ours is, you know, brief compared to Europe and the rest of the world. Yes, well, that's what makes uh, getting out to see uh, this country and other parts of the world so worthwhile because it expands your mind. Um, I'm going to change topics here for a second with something that I, that I read recently that I, that I found kind of fascinating. And this was about a week ago, but an NBA player said... We'll see if you know this, that blank is going to become the equivalent of the concussion crisis in the NFL. He said this in the NBA, this problem. The lack of sleep. Yes, sleep deprivation. I thought that was really interesting because I think many of us, many people that are listening right now have trouble sleeping and you know, NBA players, you think about them, they play a night game, all right? They get out of there late. They, they drag themselves to the plane. They're all jacked up from the game. They probably, maybe they sleep an hour on the plane. They get into the next city at 4 o'clock in the morning, and they might have a day game. And it, it's a cycle that goes on and on. They only get five hours sleep. I never think about anything NBA players do other than it must be a glamorous life. Right. Apparently, I mean, you don't think about things like that. No, you don't. But I mean, these guys and then. So what are they saying? Are they saying they're saying that it is a well, the NBA is looking into it to to look at their scheduling so they don't play three games in four nights. Hey, I don't care if they're the finest. How come uh, I don't hear that with baseball players? I think because baseball players play. When they go on the road, they play a three-game series. They're in a city for three days in a row. They generally play night games. Mm -hmm. So when the night game ends, they can go back to the hotel. They can have a beer, whatever they choose. They can go to bed. They get a full night's sleep. And so they're at least in a location for a couple of days. Yes. Yeah, for three days. But, I mean, in the NBA, you're hopping, you know, you're hopping on the plane after the game. I know there are a lot of instances where – where NBA teams have gotten in to uh, their plane had been delayed because of weather. They get in at 6 o'clock in the morning, and then the coach rousts them for, for their shoot-around at, at noon, and then they play at, you know, they're back at the arena for the game at 7 o'clock. So you think about them being, you know, these are the most finely tuned athletes in the world or among them, and they watch what they put in their body and they watch their diet. And the thing that they can't control is sleep, which I have read is just as important or as important as your diet. Well, or, sure, it, it, and ultimately important for the success in the game. Sure. So you see a team, that's why you see upsets in sports. How do you know that a team, well, they talked about it recently with the, with the Bears game in Oak, in, uh, against Oakland over in London. The Oakland Raiders chose to leave and go to London right after their previous week Sunday game, and the Bears went on Thursday 
and they played on Sunday. So they didn't have time to acclimate to that six or seven hour difference. Didn't you go on a trip once with the Bears in London? Did you uh, do that? I went with the Bears to Germany, but it was a it was an exhibition game. Now, do you think the players love that and look forward to it, or do you think they think it's a pain? Um, I think that they think that that a regular season game is a pain, yeah. but this was an exhibition okay. game, so I think that they enjoyed it. They didn't really have a chance to go see sights, except the stadium in which they played in Berlin is the historic stadium in which. Um, Jesse Owens won all of his gold medals. Yeah. Was it 1930 or whatever, the Berlin Games? And uh, so I think playing there. I want to say it was something like 36. It could have been. I, I may be wrong. It could have been. Uh, but it, it was 36. It 30. was 36. <laughs> boy, oh, boy. Am I just a fountain of information? You are. Today? You're doing the presidents. You're doing everything. Well, uh, you know, I had talked uh, once to a, a doctor about sleep and how to deal with it if you've got a whacked out schedule. I remember when I used to have to be at work at around 4 in the morning, 3.30, something like that, and uh, to be on the air at 6 a.m. and then work until 9 a.m. Yeah. And I could never, I, I always had a problem every weeknight going to bed by 8 or 7.30, sure. something like which sure. I was advised to do. You know where I went wrong? I, I've, I wound up being able to do that. When Friday night rolled around, I reversed the whole thing like I owed it to myself. I'm staying up to one. I'm staying up to two. Yeah. And I'm doing the same thing. And then the next week I'd be exhausted. Yep. And the, and uh, this doctor was, I think he was dealing with seasonal affective disorder. Mm -hmm. Some people are sad in the winter because they don't sure. have enough sun. Sure. But he was studying sleep and what deprives you of sleep. He said the worst thing you can do for anybody who's on any kind of shift that's working you cannot mess with your sleep routine. If you have an overnight schedule, I'm sorry, the, for the, uh, the way it is, for the best success, you better keep that same regimen on your days off. And, you know, this doesn't really have anything to do with, with age. I talk to young people that have problems sleeping. They wake up in the middle of the night, and they're, you know, I think that I think younger people now are, you know, they have different worries but they they worry about things they wake up in the middle of the night and sometimes during the night you have kind of like irrational worries that uh when you wake up the next morning they don't seem to be as big of a deal as they were when you were trying to go to sleep like uh samuel we'll go back to samuel and mr google samuel do you sleep well uh, Samuel's asleep yeah. now. No. <laughs> Thanks for waking him I, up. I, I usually I usually work nights, so I go to bed like around 12 and uh -huh. then get up around 8 usually. That uh -huh. seems to be how it is. Well, if you can get a good solid eight hours sleep, that's good. They say between 7 and 9. But see, Samuel, yeah. you, you will perform at times, right, with a band? Yeah. And uh, you're playing like late night gigs, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Sometimes I'll go to bed at like 3. I, I had a uh, guy tell me once who was in a band that... What worked best for him, if he was performing like, you know, three or four nights a week, he made his whole life start at night. Uh -huh. his, his day started at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. And his day ended at 7 a.m., something like that. Then yeah. he would sleep. He said it was weird and strange to people, but he just made his work hours his, his daytime. And never had problems sleep. Well, had fewer problems sleeping that way. Did you find when you were working full time in the in the news business, were you tired all the time? Yeah, but tired becomes 
a condition you just get used to. Yeah. I mean, I'm, there are plenty of people who probably work uh, for whatever reasons their their job demands uh, and lifestyle make them tired. But you just get you. When I had that middle of the night job of five o'clock in the morning. I mean, I, after a while, I was just getting four hours of sleep a night, maybe, just because I'd gotten used to it, and I just got used to feeling tired. And and as I've read about it, when I read this NBA thing about sleep deprivation, probably what's happening to them, you just you reach a point where tired is just the way it is, and you just have to overcome it the best you can. Yeah, but it's it's tough to overcome, and uh, unfortunately, well, something that physical. Unfortunately, sure. that's why you know people you know are dependent on Ambien and, and things like that to, you know, to help them get to sleep. And to wake them up, other things. So yeah. it is a cycle. Yeah, exactly. It seems like it has a lot to do with traveling because I'm looking at a statistic and, like, Portland, out of all of them, traveled almost 50,000 miles last season. Like, yeah. That's incredible. And 50,000 miles, that's two times around the world. So they yeah. traveled the most. So. You want to bet against, uh, if, you, if you're into sports betting, bet against Portland. You don't want to write that down. Yes. That's it's, a tip it's, for it's, you. See who's, well, been, hey, see who's been on the road the most. This could be why, you know, there are a lot of reasons why, you know, the unexplainable happens in sports. But how about an NFL team that is, that is um, two and ten, and they play a very good team that's bound for the playoffs, in their 13th game, and they win. They pull the upset. Maybe the other team's schedule was whacked out that week or something like that. Or in the NBA, there are all kinds of upsets, you know, because the worst team in the league wins quite a few games. Yeah. So that could have an effect on it. But this this is a, I don't know, a sleep disorder is a serious problem in our country, and I know I deal with it all the time. I'm always tired. Yeah, but you function... No. Anyway, you don't. <laughs> I, I didn't say that. I come here and do this, uh, do this podcast, but I don't function well. I don't function as well in the winter. You know, I don't like it when, it, when it's cloudy and gloomy. That has an effect on me. Yeah, well, you have, you know, fewer hours where it looks like you've got day that you're enjoying. Yeah. Night yeah, comes, how'd you like to be up in the... Uh, too quickly. Yeah, like up in the... The north of Af uh, Alaska. You ever see that, like that movie place. Insomnia? No. With Al Pacino. No. And he's a Do cop. You recommend from, it? He's a cop from, I don't know, somewhere on the West Coast. He's got to solve this crime up in Alaska or, or, or some, somewhere where there's no end to the sunlight. And he's up all day and night. He can't <laughs> adjust to it. And he's trying to. Part of the story is solving the crime, and the other is how does this man deal with no sleep? See, I would like it the other way around because there are places, times of the year up north where there's only like three hours of light. So you would like that, you think? No, I want light. I want sunlight. So you'd want to be like him in insomnia. It's well, two in the morning and the sun shining bright. I can block the sun yeah, out of Yeah, he my thought room. he could too. He thought he he tried he, he tried his best. Just the movie. Hey, uh, uh, Sam. Uh huh. And I hate to make you hate the, to bother him. He's again. the Google man. I think I'm right about that. Insomnia. Insomnia, 2002, Neo Noir with Al Pacino and Robin Williams. Yes. Yes. I think Robin Robin Williams was the, the criminal in that. 
Um, but anyway, the whole thing was, how am I going to get some sleep? I can't get any sleep. The solidest crime. The sun. And it was uh, interesting to see how you would deal with 24 hours or, or just constant sun. If you like Back to You with Howard and Steve, then be sure to check out some of the other programs on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, like And Friends. And Friends is about all those conversations the real friends have. Kimmy, Tommy, and Samuel discuss sex talk, history, blatant, narcissism, and more. What more could there be? So come meet your best, your new best friends with And Friends. Boy, that was a long passage. Were you writing a book? That's what they told me to read. They tell okay. me to read something. I read it. Uh, speaking of movies, there are two that I you know, have on my list that I need to go see. Have you seen Joker? No. I, no. I don't really plan to. And you go to movies all the time. Yeah, but I don't want to. I think it's too dark. I'm not, I'm not, I have to be in a mood when I go to a movie. And if I'm, I, I don't, and, and I'm not a Joaquin uh, Phoenix. Phoenix fan. I just, I'm not, he doesn't do a lot for me. Didn't you He like doesn't drive me to see the movie. Well, I mean, a lot of actors don't drive me to see movies. Yeah. The movie drives me yeah. to see the movie. Sometimes the trailer, and then trailers can fool you, but I mean... Well, the trailers you, turned me off from the movie. Didn't you like... Oh, I thought the trailers were fabulous, and I've had, I've read and I've talked to friends that they thought that it was the best movie they had ever seen. Well, I'm, my head is, isn't in a place where I want to see it. Yeah. Um, how about Walk the Line? Yeah, but Phoenix. I, I thought that was a great movie. Yeah, I thought... Yeah. But I like Johnny Cash. I was interested in the story. But he doesn't drive. He, he was in another movie that I hated. I think it was called She or Her. 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 I thought it was <laughs> terrible. Who's going to fall in love with the phone? I mean, it's just stupid. What? Wasn't it, it was a voice. It was like the Siri, right? Yeah, it was artificial intelligence. Yeah, but it was, uh, five minutes into it, I wanted to leave. Speaking of the phone, who was it Who was it in the phone booth um, and the and the shooting going on around there and you just heard his voice he was trapped in the phone booth he was in the phone booth talking to this this murderer this this assassin that was running around you know what i'm talking about samuel um it was a guy from um oh i can't get it you know what i can't reach that point where is it it called phone oh the birds No, no the birds was alfred hitchcock that was that was fabulous. There was a great phone booth scene in there where the where the birds attacked the the phone booth. Might be called phone booth. It probably is. Uh, who's in it? Uh, Colin Farrell. Yes. Yeah. It's phone booth. It's phone did you booth. see phone booth, Steve? Yes, I did. Yes. Did I describe it well? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a clue when you said he was trapped in a phone booth. <laughs> I thought it might be phone booth. Most of it, it was so simple. It was built around this phone booth. Who was the voice? It wasn't uh, Colin Farrell. It was a voice off camera. Uh, it's, it's either Forrest Whitaker. Yes. No. No, uh, Forrest Whitaker was the cop. Like a, the, uh, yeah. Kiefer Sutherland? Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer yeah, Sutherland. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I saw that movie, Ad Astra. Oh, I yeah, that's that new one. Right? Did not like it. Really? I like Brad Pitt a lot. Now, you talk about who will drive you to the, to the movies. Brad Pitt is one of those people that yeah. if I know he's in a movie, I'll go see it. Yeah, I want to see Ad Astra. I know. Ed, Ed, I, and I want to see Joker. It. And I still have not seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Did you now, both love it? 
I, I got dragged to a movie that I thought I wouldn't like because I didn't think it would be for me. But I'm telling you, it was really good. It was Judy. Really? Oh, that's the... Uh, the Judy Garland yeah. story or, or a part of her life. Oh, I... Fantastic. Oh, I would be fascinated fantastic. by that. You know why? I, I mean, mean for, I think Renee Zellweger was fantastic. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, Judy Garland's entire life and career fascinated me, but it goes back to The Wizard of Oz, which, strangely enough, if you're making a list of your favorite movies of all time, I have The Wizard of Oz right there because of so many reasons. I just thought it was the, when it was made... You know, in like 1939, uh, first color movie, they went from black and white to color. The characters were, you know, at the farm, and then they were in Oz. The music was great. Judy Garland's voice was beautiful. And then... And it was uh, much better than Caddyshack 2. (laughs) Caddyshack 2, I wasn't wild about, but Caddyshack, uh, you know, was right there. Yeah, sequels to me seldom work. We'll be right back on Back to You. Podcasting from Chicago, an Opie production for the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Lasano and Friends. On the next Lasano and Friends, join me and my friends as we talk about wrestling, movies, squirrels on water skis, lots of Star Wars, late night taco runs, lots of Star Wars, bodies in freezers. That's next time on Lasano and Friends. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. Hey, Howard, did you know that an event called Stay Tuned Rock on TV is here at the Museum of Broadcast Communications? I do now after you told me about it. But for more details, visit museum.tv. This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Jenkins and tattoos. Jesus' shoes. Make it rain. I share my brush with Paul McCartney. And our celebrity guest, yes drummer Alan White, rock and roll hall of famer. All that in unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. <laughs> Tony Lasano podcast and Opie production on the Radio Misfits podcast. Network. Radiomisfits.com. We are back and back to you. And Steve, where are we coming from? We're coming from Mars. The Museum <laughs> of Broadcast Communication. Oh, that's where it is. Yes. This is Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. We have talked about everything from gambling to no sleep to uh, movies and actors that you hate and like. Yes. Uh, was this what your idea of stuff? I loved it. I've had a blast. And we even talked about uh, presidents. This is like, that that to me, uh, out of the podcasts that we've done, was the most impressive thing. It wasn't that impressive to me. I only got up. I only got through 16. Because, (laughs) oh my gosh, because I I don't think very many people could pass that test. Well, yeah, that was, Samuels gives a thumbs up also. Okay, so uh, right after this program, we will... Put the map up on that glass and see how many of the states you get. Well, I can fill all the states in. And I used to know all the capitals. Sure, it's easy to say when we don't have the map where you can fill it in. And nobody can see it. Nobody can see you see it. Hey, 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 get the map in here next time. (laughs) Get the map in here, and we're going to play it out. We will, after you've had a week to study it. We'll play it out. I don't need to study it, okay? Um, Actor. Hey, we would like to. The actor. (laughs) We would like to invite everybody to listen, subscribe, rate, back to you on Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeart, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. 
Just search for Radio Misfits. Well, people know why I'm calling you the actor. That's a reference to another show. That's a reference. You have a tendency to do that, uh, refer to other shows, because I have... uh, I'm working with somebody, a representation, to do a little bit of um, acting, to go on auditions. So it's something I've always wanted to do. And uh, so I'm going to take a crack at it because there's no time like the present. Well, does this show ever have a tendency of ending? Uh, It's ending right now. It's on its way. We want to give a special thanks to our engineer, Samuel Greenberg, who was also the co-host today. Fabulous, man. I like it. Did a great job. Our executive producer is Tony Lasano with opishows.com. Opi is hippo spelled backwards, in case you didn't know. Opishows.com. Distributed by Ed Silha, Radio Misfits. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. I don't know how to tell you this, but I'm done. That's going to do it. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, Bugatti sees 300 miles per hour in their latest car, plus a Lancia sedan with the heart of a Ferrari. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Hostable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, and Opie Production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. If you're a fan of the English Premier League, you'll want to check out Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. As you can hear by his accent, Adam is from England originally. Chelsea fan, if you must know. And he's also an expert in soccer tactics and methods. He's the director of coaching for the Illinois Youth Soccer Association. So obviously, he has some incredible insights into the game. Tune in every week. We're on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. A Tony Lasano podcast, the No Pie Show. And because it's soccer, we never use our hands. Radio Misfits. Is this over? Yes.